Hello, everyone. Welcome to Tuck Rule Takes. This is not going to be a numbered episode. This is a bonus episode. But I do wish we were here under better um, better circumstances. There's been there's been a death a in loss. the family. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a been death a in the family is a death in the family is actually probably better put. It's someone someone in someone very near and dear to us has has gone away. Um, the the New England Patriots have decided to move on from the greatest coach of all time after two bad seasons. Um, and yeah, that's the, uh, that's the lead in guys. I don't have any, any exciting, exciting lead in. I was like, Liam, I was telling you, I was up this morning, got up, went to the gym. I was excited about that. I was like, you know what? I think today might be the day, you know, we haven't heard any news about Belichick and the Patriots. So maybe that means that there isn't going to be any news, you know, yeah. where it's like, maybe it is, you know, he's under contract, just business as usual. So get home doing some quick dishes before I head off to work. All and of a sudden. The, the lack of hearing anything over the last couple yeah. of days too really built my hope where I'm like, you know, I heard they were having the meeting on Monday. Tuesday goes by. Wednesday Nothing. is going by. Nothing. I'm like, things are looking yeah. good. We haven't heard anything. Status quo. And then, no, I got that text from Al. I looked down at my watch and I was like, he's texting me for one of two reasons this early in the morning. It's either Belichick staying or Belichick is gone. And I you texted twice, Al, and I saw the second text first, and it said, wow. I didn't even have to see the first one. I was like, I know, I know what this is. And then from then on, my world changed. Uh, the glass shattered, and now we are uh, we are here mercifully. I didn't have work today. Ended up being, um, Liam, you have work later, so at least you got to be sad without work. And Al, you yeah. stayed home sick, even though I don't know if it was sickness of the heart or if you were actually sick. But no, I was uh, actually, he, I was, I was actually sick. Heart. I was actually sick. It. You could sense the the Belichick move move coming on, and you. He just yeah. had to say that for his employers. He woke up, yeah. read the headline, <laughs> yeah, broke, <laughs> broke, <laughs> broke into tears. Oh my gosh! No, I was actually, I was legitimately sick this morning. I woke up at six, and I was like, I, I can't do it today. I just, I was feeling awful, and thank God I did because I slept for a lot of the day. But I did get to see. One of the perks of, well, I shouldn't say perks because that's terrible. One of the good things about being home sick is I got to see the Belichick press conference, the yes. craft press conference, and the second craft press conference. Mm. So got to see yes. those today. Yes, which which we uh, which we will get to. Um, so it's really just going to be a Belichick episode, obviously. Um, before we get into it, I got some stats to rattle off, and then we'll kind of uh, the floor will be will be ours. Um, so just real quick. Uh, in this is all in Belichick's time here. Uh, his 24, 24 uh, seasons. He's oh, fifty two in twenty eight in games of three points or fewer, which is crazy. He has a winning record against every single team, not named the Patriots, obviously. <laughs> uh, right. In that twenty four season span, uh, the Patriots have had the fewest turnovers. They've also forced the most turnovers, which is crazy. Um, in that twenty four year span, New England has had one head coach. Do you know how many head coaches there's been around the league in 24 years? Uh, I'm going to say something like, I'm going to say like 225. Almost, almost. The, the, the number is 213. Uh, Damn. Oh, wow. Pats, You're real close. Wow. I was actually, I was from pretty the, spot on. From the Pat McAfee show. Um, then obviously, all the other ones we know. He's been to nine Super Bowls, six wins, 13 AFC championship games, 17 division titles, 18 playoff appearances with 30 playoff wins, 20 winning seasons, 296 wins with the Patriots, three-time coach of the year. Um, yeah, all those accolades. Two bad years. Gone. Two bad years. All two that, years. but, but um, two bad years. Yeah, that's... uh. That's the thing. So I don't know who, which one of you guys want to, uh, want to, want to start it. I know, uh, two of us are very sad. One of us are happy about this. I don't know who wants to, uh, there is, I do have another little side fact to throw on. I heard today when yes. I was going through, uh, Bill Belichick is 17 and O in playoff games where the Patriots had a, uh, positive turnover differential. So that's uh crazy, pretty fucking ridiculous. It's crazy. Like if you make it, if you make a mistake, we're winning the game. Just one mistake, we're winning the game. God damn, 
Yeah. So, so I'll, I'll kick us off. So we're just talking strictly about Belichick, right? No press conferences, yes. none of that. Right? Uh, I mean, I mean, you know, if we, if we want kind of, yeah, we'll just kind of mix it all in. Cause I'm sure like some of the okay. stuff we say, it'll, you'll, you'll mix in with the press conferences and all that stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Just wherever you want. Okay. So what Mike was referring to a second ago, two people being sad and one person being quote happy is that Mike and and Liam are crying tears of Belichick sadness. And that's probably the tears that Belichick caused so many teams for years as the Patriots head coach against his opponents. So that's probably where those tears are coming from. But I I seem to remember. I now know what it's like to be a Broncos fan, a Lions fan, (laughs) Browns fan, a Ravens fan. Hey, listen, the Lions, the Browns, and the Ravens are all looking good going into the playoffs. Definitely a Jets fan, a Bills fan, absolutely a Dolphins fan. All right. But anyways, so Mike, I don't know if you recall this, but a couple of weeks ago, you and I were on an episode without Liam because Liam had something to attend to. By the way, hope that hope that uh, issue got resolved, by the way. No, she's Bye. dead. Oh. <laughs> no, we're good. <laughs> okay. uh, that's such morbid humor. <laughs> oh, that's I didn't know what to say. I was like, yeah, oh, that's. Yeah, yeah. Mike was on the same wavelength <laughs> as me right there. Liam, you're such a dink. Um, no, she's stubborn. And, and Mike, do you recall what I said two weeks ago about my Bill Belichick stance? I don't know. Probably the same. The same thoughts you had about about uh, Mac Jones, Jacoby. Incorrect. Myers, you know, like incorrect. Uh, incorrect. Uh, no, honestly, I I could probably think about it, but my brain is mush right now because everything. So no, what's what were no, your, what was your stance? My stance was I was neutral on the topic. I said if they kept Belichick around, great, makes sense, all good. But if they got if they said see you later, like you know whatever, then fine. Then it's you know it it maybe it's time. Huh. My whole take on it. Robert Kraft, Bill Belichick, Robert Kraft, Bill Belichick, Tom Brady. Had 24 years, well, really 20 years because Brady wasn't around for the last four, but 20 years of unbelievable success. You don't get anywhere without those three, the owner, the head coach, and the quarterback. The quarterback leaves in 20, after the 2019 season. We know that whole thing. We, we know all that. My stance is this. I hated seeing Belichick on that podium for the last time. Because you knew once he walked out that door, he's not coming back. So that part obviously sucks. Now, having said that, at this point with the way the Patriots are at this current moment, would I be okay with restarting? And when I mean restart, I mean new head coach, new quarterback, everything else. Would I be okay with that now as opposed to a couple of years from now with all this uncertainty? Sure. You can be okay with it. Because, again, I know Belichick's gone, but there are so many good coaching candidates out there. Everyone's going to be a step down from Belichick. I'm just going to put that out there right now. And I understand you. I'm not naive to that. I understand that. Nobody is Bill Belichick. But when you take a look at some of the names out there that can lead the Patriots into the future, and I'm just, you know, throwing, you know, a couple of them out there. Mike Vrabel, Gerard Mayo. Ben Johnson, ben Johnson, Brian Flores is another name that nobody's talking about. Nick Saban, Nick Saban, who just retired, Jim uh, Jim okay. Harbaugh, and all these other names. Like, but in all, but there are a lot of good quality coaches out there, and at some point, you're gonna have to move on. And I hate saying it that way, but you are going to have to move on. Now, again, if they came out today and was like, you know what, Belichick's back for one more year. Last year on his contract, we're going to give him one more year to fix this. Okay, fine. Great. Then you better have fixed it. But at this point, it seems like it was a mutual split. It seems like it was very peaceful. It seems like it's not going to be like Brady where it was so abrupt and just kind of heinous and kind of, you know, we're like sitting there like with our mouths wide open. We're like, why? Why why did it have to happen this way? It seems like they're going about it the right way. Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick in their press conferences today, very wholesome, very open-hearted, very just genuine, very appreciative. I will always appreciate everything that Belichick did the last 24 years. I know you guys are the same. I know you're going to appreciate everything that that they did and everything that Belichick and Kraft did together. But at this point, you know what? 
get a new coach in there. Maybe see what you can do with the offensive part of this roster. Because one thing in the group text, Mike, that you said, and I agree with, the defense is is there. Like the defense has the pieces in place. You fix up that offense, you get maybe just, you know, a little more of an offensive-minded head coach and let the defense do their thing. I mean, you're a lot closer to contention than people think. So, you know, and we don't know, and this is the last thing I said, I'm going on and I want to hear from Liam too. Maybe, maybe Belichick in the back of his mind was like, you know what? The direction has been going south the last two years. There's a couple other teams out there that have a better roster right this second than the Patriots do. I only need about, you know, 15 more wins to break Shula's record. I could probably do that in two years with a different team and then come back to New England a hero because that's what he's going to come back as, you know, a hero and idol, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So to kind of wrap everything up, it sucks to see him go, but you know what? I am genuinely excited about who they're going to bring in as their head coach, who the new quarterback's going to be, what moves they make in the offseason, and see what happens going into 2024. There's genuine excitement coming from me. You're an adult. And, you know, slow golf clap for you, thing. sir. You are far <laughs> more mature than me, and I will assume you're more mature than Mike as well. You took the high road. There is a lot to be excited about, but that is that is foresight that I lack. I cannot see far that far down the road. The, the road that I'm taking, fog. A lot of fog. <laughs> I, can't, I can't see past my headlights. Off a cliff. That's, yeah. That's where and your road is. No, going. I hope it's going off a cliff. Like, I just want at the end of this road to be a nice, very sturdy, very strong, beautiful, majestic, nature esque tree that I can wrap this car that I'm driving around. It hurts. I am in severe amounts of pain. I had I had to go to a job interview earlier and I had to oh. to act composed and whatnot. And I walked in there and tried not to act like a lunatic. And you know, I just I was I was distraught besides my beside myself. They're trying to ask about my personal accomplishments and achievements. And all I could do was name <laughs> off the accomplishments of Bill Belichick. I'm, I'm, no, I'm naming off his win loss records. You know, we won that playoff yeah. game in 2014 against the Ravens. That was good. Yeah, the, no, the, so the turnover differentials. Yeah, he's <laughs> like he's like what yeah. when was the, the time the that... dude the dude that's interviewing you is like the uh the manager in Ted where he's like, <laughs> I like you. You got yeah, Nazi. Like <laughs> yeah. You're hired. You got balls. He, he's like, he's like, he's like. When was the time you failed and overcame that triumph? I was like, well, you know, they all said that I deflated footballs back in, <laughs> in a playoff game. That he's like, no, I really don't like where this is going. You know, maybe some other adversity. It's like, well, I was able to find this illegal formation where we could uh, report eligible receivers and ineligible receivers and completely confuse the Ravens' defense in this one playoff game and completely change the rules after that. Just. The, basically, after that, they cut the interview short. I obviously have the job. They said they didn't need it here anymore. I'm fucking, I'm distraught. I just, mm -hmm. I I get it. It was going to happen eventually, but why did it have to happen now? I feel like Gatsby right now, where where uh, the dude from Spider-Man's like, you can't reclaim the past. And I'm looking at him like, yes, yes, you can. You can <laughs> reclaim the past. You can do it for two years, three years. You can hold on. You can fucking hold on tight. I don't want to let him go. I don't know how mutual of a parting this was. I don't want to be the the media that speculates and makes all this shit. I, I don't know how mutual this parting was. Uh, I can't help but think that Belichick wants to be here till he retires. It doesn't seem right to see him in another uniform, coaching another team, which we almost surely will. Robert Kraft mentioned that in the press conference after Belichick. I it's it's fucking horrifying when you have exactly. unprecedented greatness yeah like dude it doesn't get better like it's never gonna get better than this everyone's like he has records that'll never be broken it's like you're damn right i'm gonna be a hundred years old if i don't die at 60 i'm gonna be a hundred years old and i'm never gonna see better coaching than i did in the beginning of my life it's like I climbed Mount Everest and that was my first mountain. And then every other mountain after that, I'm like, this is a bitch ass mountain. Like mm -hmm. the next mountain I climb is Mount Washington. No, that's not fucking cool. That sucks. No, mate, you're I, right. You're uh, right. It's just like my, my, my thing. And, and Al, a lot of what you said is definitely like, definitely like the mature way to take it. Um, I'm sure you knew that Liam and I were not going to go that route. Um, 
Oh, I knew in, I knew in the group chat. If Al takes I, the high road, me and Mike are taking tunnels. Well, yeah, yeah, no, no. Oh, we I are the that. subway system. You are the interstate above the ground. Um, my, okay. you said that obviously every coach you get from here is going to be a step down, correct? So that just leads me to ask you, why are we doing this right now? His contracts, by for as much as we know, they've all but confirmed it. And Belichick did. He's still under contract. He has not lost the locker room. In fact, there's been multiple Patriots players who have tweeted yeah. things out that are not great. Like Chandler Jones sang him a song. Chandler Jones sang him a song, whatever. Uh, Mac Wilson sent out some little emojis. You had other players sending out things where they're like, ah, this, this seems a little uh, whatever. But, you know, who knows? So that's another thing people aren't thinking about. What's the, of course, like maybe players coming here and all that stuff, but the players that are in-house right now, like what do you think they think about? They come here to play yeah. with Belichick. Now they're going right. to play with, I'm sorry, but they're going to play for Gerard Mayo. That's that's not a name to them. They're going to play for Mike Vrabel. He's a respected name, but it's Vrabel. It's not Belichick. But, so yeah. my thing is just, why did you have to pull the cord now? Like, do you yeah. think that another coach... And if this is what they think, then it's what they think. Do they think another coach is better suited to to build up a rookie quarterback, to to build up something? Because because even though I said in the group chat that the defense is still elite, 90%, 80% of that is due to Belichick or his son. I was gonna say so that. with them gone, yeah. like you got the players, but you also got players. Mac mm-hmm. Wilson, not a big, not a big playmaking guy. Anthony Jennings, not a big playmaking guy. Right. These guys you have there on defense more so than offense. It's scheme. It's play calling. It's not you don't have the TJ Watts, yeah. uh, the JJ Watt. Like you don't have those players. You have players who perform well in the scheme. So now it even Do we really to... think Jabril Peppers just all yeah. of a sudden had a career year, like exactly. ten years into his career? Oh exactly. That's the stuff that worries me. Where it's like right. this is so much more than just getting rid of a coach. You are one, the 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 Patriots as we know them are done. Like let's just yeah. kind of call this that. Like the the yeah. the the Patriot way, if that was still a thing, if it was ever a real thing, is gone because you still have like your veterans in there, you know, you have your Judons, you know, whoever else you want to have David Andrews as your veteran players in there. The players can only do so much. The culture of the Patriots is done. The, the, I want to come play the mystique. I want to play for the hoodie. I want to play for Bill Belichick. That's gone. Getting players like a Mac Wilson to come here, getting players like a Rob Ninkovich who are underutilized elsewhere. And you bring them here. Cause you think, you know, say bye-bye to that. Yeah. No other coach is going to find these no diamonds in the Welkers. rough like that. No more Wes Welkers. Chris, well, Chris Hogan was fine, but like things like that, you're not gonna, you're not gonna get the uh, many. I don't see it happening. I may be wrong, but this is yeah. just what I fear. You're not gonna get these players, these underused, under talented players, and they're gonna be stars here. You're not gonna get that anymore. So that's another thing. So even though I said the defense is gonna be fine. Shit, they might not be. You know what I mean? I, I do. And you know what, Mike, to that point, I'm going to say- I said a lot of things, so I'm sorry. Yeah. No, <laughs> I have to, dude, I went on for like three minutes. Who cares? So I'm going to answer your question that you asked at the very beginning. Why did they have to do this now? I'm going to give you two reasons. I'm not saying they're great reasons, but these are probably the two reasons that they justify it as. I'm open to it. We're talking through it. We're talking through the page. Yes, we are. So. Number one, the direction as far as the results for the last three years. I know, Bella, I know we say it's only two years, and I understand that. But look at the direction as far as wins and losses. You go seven and ten in the Cam Newton year. You seem to be going upward. Seven and nine. Seven and nine. Sorry. Yeah, seven and nine. Yeah, it was sixteen. Sorry, I forgot because yeah. yeah. So back seven in the and old nine. days, it was sixteen games. Why not? Back in my day, back. we played sixteen <laughs> games. OJ but- Simpson ran for two thousand yards in fourteen <laughs> games. Uh, so he in twenty twenty, the Patriots go seven and nine. Thank you, Liam. In 2021, Mac Jones rookie year, they seem to be going in the right direction. They go 10 and 7, get you know blasted by the Bills in the wild card, but still they're going the right direction. Playoffs. And then 2022 comes, they go eight and nine, one game away from the playoffs, which it was great, but it it felt like it wasn't where they were supposed to be. And then obviously this season they go four and thirteen. So they they the way that they're saying it, and Robert Kraft said this in his in his uh, press conference today after he did the one with Belichick earlier in the morning, it's a results-based league and they don't don't have the results that they want right now. Again, not saying it's the best reason in the world, but it's a true fact that the results haven't been there. So that's number one. And number two, and I think this is the more important reason, 
there's never going to, there was never going to be a good time to do this. There, yeah. there just never was. It, it didn't matter. It didn't matter if it was today. It didn't matter if it was next year. It didn't matter if it was in 2026, 2028, whatever it was, there was never going to be a good time to do this because you're saying goodbye. We're saying goodbye to someone that has been around since I was five years old, five, six years old. That was the first year in 2000. I was like six years old, seven years old when Belichick first came to the Patriots. Damn, you guys are old. Yes. So again, I was like nine. Yeah. So, so again, was three. <laughs> excuse me. So again, there was never going to be an ideal time to do it because for the fans and, and I'm going to, I'm going to put you two in this category for a second, because I know you two are having a harder time with this because obviously Bill Belichick means so much to you guys. And Bill Belichick means a lot to me and, you know, millions of Patriots fans around the world. Rightfully. I so. wish Bill Belichick was my dad. There you go. So with that, Again, there was just, and I know I'm repeating myself at this point, but there was just never going to be the perfect time to be like, okay, unless the Patriots won the Super Bowl in the next year or two, which I don't see that happening at this very moment, but unless they won a Super Bowl and then it's like, okay, now it's my it time happening to go. We don't have Bill Belichick anymore. It's not just but it's not just Belichick. But it's not just Belichick. It is though. It, it's if not Johnny's just Belichick. He's in house. <laughs> it is the, though. The the idea is there. If Bill Belichick is in house, you know the goal is Super Bowls. Next year the goal is going to be what? Make the playoffs, win seven games. Fucking I don't Jesus. know. Dude, that's yeah. a part of it. What yeah. are, what what's the philosophy? What's the goal yeah. is now? Like it, it all it all and changes. Yeah. I get the results based argument and whatnot but I, I find massive flaws with that in circumstances like this like nick saban retired made the college football playoffs got knocked off by michigan he really had no business going there with the team that they had it wasn't as good nil deals kind of fucked up alabama's dominance but with that when you have such a long tenured success rate and you have a few bad years toward the end. I find it hard to believe that you're just like, all right, well, the last two years have sucked. The last, you know, four years have been a bit of a struggle. Time to cut the cord. It's like, yeah, well, we had, you know, that period between 2004 and 2014 where we didn't win shit Super Bowl wise, but we still won a lot of games. So I guess like that keeps you entertained and whatnot. But by our standards, every year we didn't win was a failure. The the undefeated season where we lost in the Super Bowl, utter failure. Complete and utter failure. Like, no one looks at that season and was like, wow, that was sick. No, all Patriots fans look at that, don't even want to look at highlights from that year. Like, this was fucking, oh, it's like, it's like watching the beginning of any Saw movie. You're like, what am I, oh, no, it's fucking atrocious. Everyone in the modern age, it just seems like people have a propensity to overcorrect. It's like we handle dandruff with decapitation. It's like, let's just fucking throw out the baby with the bathwater. It's the most absurd thing where it's like, all right, what have you done for me lately? It hasn't been good. Get the fuck out of here. It's like, no, like this was a pillar of constant success. Like it would be like firing Nick Saban just because he had like, you know, he didn't win the national championship this year. Oh, down year for Nick Saban. Fire him. Like what the fuck? It, just give him a couple of years. You know, he very well could fix it. I, I'm a big believer in people like that should just have an open door policy. Tom Brady very well did and should have had an open door policy. And like people were begging Tom Brady to stay, but with Bill Belichick, they're pushing him out the door because of a couple bad seasons. Tom Brady threw like 24 touchdowns in his last year. That's two more than Mac Jones did in his rookie year. That's not very good for Tom Brady. And People were like, please, Tom, stay. And then with Bill Belichick, it's all these assumptions all season long. We got to get him out of here. This isn't working. I don't know. There's just, it seems utterly unfair. There's no, there's no equal judgment for anyone. And I, I think it's fucking, it's treason. It's absolutely treason. So let me, let me just ask you guys this. What would happen if reports came out even a year or two later that said that Belichick wanted to leave, wanted to move on himself. And that was made public. Would then you guys feel a little bit better about today? Yeah, I'm good with it. Oh, I'm, I'm a he can do whatever he wants. Because it's his choice to do it. Because but I don't think it was his choice. And that's why I'm so bent up about it. So here's the thing. I'm thinking that, and I'm basing it off of body language, emotion, everything else. I think Belichick a little bit knew that this was the end of the line. 
similar to when Brady knew after the 2019 wildcard loss that it was the end of the line for him in New England. So I think that, yes, I think Robert was a big factor in Bill leaving. I'm not denying that. Yeah. But I do think that Belichick in the back of his mind is like, you know what? At this point, like I said earlier in the show, if I can go to, you know, he's probably thinking if I can go to like an Atlanta and get a quarterback, or if I can go to a, a Washington or a or a Chargers or whatever, where there's more players there right now, then it, it doesn't make this as bad. So that's yeah, that's why I'm, I think it's completely it's, I think, different. How is it completely different? Because you're going to a place where you have no footing in that organization. You didn't really bring any of the guys in. It's just kind of like a, you know, a, a family plus me. Like you drop me in and I make the family type deal. Like no, that's that's not how Bill Belichick's always kind of run his show. It's it's like yeah, let me go to the Chargers where I have Mike Williams, uh, Keenan Allen, and Justin Herbert, and everything's going to be good. No, like I I don't know if that's a realistic thought. At least. For Bill Belichick, I would find it very difficult to have coached infinite success in 24 years and then go to some place where people are like, yeah, you, you know, you accomplished all these other things, the Patriot way, blah, blah, blah. And now you're coming here. There's no Charger way. There's no Washington mm -hmm. commander's way. There's no any of this stuff. And they expect Bill Belichick to bring over this culture. I think it would be a brutal transition for him. I can't imagine it just seems more of a hassle to be like, yeah, let me go coach in San Diego or fucking LA now, I guess for two years, instead of just staying where you are and finishing out the greatness in the same spot you have been for so long. Yeah. Yeah. I think that with, with him going to these other places, like he's, he was here for 24 years and you know, you could tell he still very much had the passion to coach and coach here. I think, cause you heard him yeah. when, in his little press conference or his little, uh, you know, statement, he started to get emotional talking about the fans and what, you know, they meant to him and his family. So I think that he wanted to stay here, but I, in, but I do agree Al where you're like, you know, there had to be a breakup at some point. What's it going to happen? My thing is if, if you were going to supposedly sign him, which I think is real now because he is under contract, you sign him to a multi-year extension. Could have been two years. That's fine. So let's just say he had a year left on his deal, which is kind of how it seems. Why not? Why why not let him run that out? And I guess the retort to that would be because you want to get a new person in here to, um, you know, really restart everything and not have to, you know, cook with Belichick's groceries. But if that was even a possibility, then why resign him two years? Why not yeah. resign him one year? And and if that's not what Belichick wanted, then why not just rip the bandaid off last year? Like I just there's, and, and there's just so many things. The next about coach this. is going to be a Belichick disciple of sorts. It's either going to be Mike Vrabel or Gerard Mayo. Like it, it doesn't seem like. Anyone else is linked to the Patriots. Uh, Mike Vrabel was fired, I heard, because he was like yeah, making jokes about taking the Patriots job. Crazy. Yeah. Which crazy. is so petty. But like, so what? We're going to bring Mike Vrabel in here and he's going to try and carry on the Bill Belichick way. Then it's going to be, you know, very, it's going to be a facade where he's like, you know, I, I coached under Belichick. It's just we're carrying on what Belichick built with other guys that coach for him. It's like, why not just have the and, real fucking thing for as long as you can, instead of having Gerard Mayo and then prop it up. And I think to your point, Liam, I think that's why they do need to clean house. Now I will say this. If I had to pick my ideal replacement for Belichick right now, mine, I would get Ben Johnson from the, from the Lions, offensive minded coach, new voice in the locker room. A guy that helped the Lions get to a 12 and 5 record, and they're hosting their first home playoff game forever. So that's the number one coach you want? That is who I would want. But Over I know Vrabel or Mayo. I would want Ben Johnson, truthfully. That's that would be my home run. But I know that it's gonna come down to you said it's gonna come down to Mike Vrabel or Gerard Mayo. It's gonna come and down. And we all know it. So why not get the real thing? You know, why get the the discount Lucky Charms, the, the generic stop and shop brand, buy the fucking name brand. You got you know it. Why? It's on the shelf. You know why? And, and I think I just kind of thought of this as you guys were you guys were talking about it. I I I don't think that Kraft necessarily cares if Belichick's way happens, which is why I think this is such a huge 
turning point for the Patriots franchise. I don't think that whoever comes in is going to carry on the Belichick way. It's going to be a new, but whether it is Ben Johnson, I think if, if an outside person like Ben Johnson comes in, the Patriots aren't going to be relevant to the, for the next five years. Like it's just not because you're going to have to one weed through all the players that are here that were Belichick guys that yeah. other coaches might not know how to use that might not respect that type of coaching or whatever, because they came here to play with Belichick. That's why I think if you bring someone like Vrabel, who's a little similar, it's a little bit easier, but it's still, or like it maybe if Mayo comes up cause he was in there, but then it goes back to what Liam said, where it's like, why, like, why are you going to have like a half-assed Belichick when you could just have Belichick and then really set up for a future thing? Cause it doesn't seem like you're set up for anything. Like, yeah. like that, that, that's where this seems like, and, and it just goes to, to what I said before, where I just, I think that Kraft just kind of over, overreacted to two bad years. And I get it. He doesn't like losing. He said it yeah. plenty of times. We don't like losing. No one likes losing, but you know what else we don't like five years of irrelevancy, which might happen now, because yeah. if you bring in someone else. They're going to have to, like I said, they're going to have to instill their whole new thing. So that means next year, a wash, unless one of these quarterbacks, just they win on skill alone. You know what I mean? Where it's like the Patriots mm -hmm. draft or the players are so good. But odds are the next two to three years are going to be just completely rebuilding, which I think you could have jump-started that rebuild if you had, if you had like Belichick here to build something right now, draft people, bring people in. And I know you got to do it again the whole next year. So I guess it's kind of the same thing, but it's just like, I don't know. You're, you're now looking at a team with no GM, no coach, no starting quarterback, no real enticing reason to come here on offense and a bunch of defensive players who are like, well, who's going to be our coach? Cause Steve Belichick is gone. If Gerard Mayo is the coach, is he gonna is he gonna coach defense too? If he's not gonna be the head coach, is he gonna want to stay here and be the defensive coordinator? Like what right. is going on? There's so much it, it just feels like you you created this full-on rebuild that didn't need to happen. Yeah. Maybe but I I don't maybe. know. Maybe, maybe. And you know what? But because now we have to look at it, I think the ideal scenario, which would be, I think, perfect, is Gerard Mayo is the defensive coordinator. If he's not the head coach, you make him the defensive coordinator and you pay him a lot of money, <clears throat> excuse me, to be the defensive coordinator. If you want to keep Bill O'Brien for one more year to give him one more, I think he signed a two-year deal anyway. So let him, you know, work out his contract. That's fine. And then you get the Johnson or the, the Vrabel as your head coach. I think that solidifies your coaching staff and makes the transition a little bit easier because you have a former Super Bowl champion and a defensive-minded defensive coordinator, which is what you want. You have Bill O'Brien that maybe they'll bring in more players, bring in a quarterback, whatever. And then you have either the Vrabel, like you said, Mike, that makes that transition a little easier with still some familiarity. Or you bring in a Ben Johnson that brings in some new ideas, some fresh perspectives, and everything else. It's probably going to be that the next couple of years are going to look a little rocky. But you know what? If that means in you know four or five years – they're consistent playoff contenders. Like, and I hate that I'm going to use this comparison, but like the Kansas City Chiefs, after they drafted Mahomes and they had, you know, the talent and they finally, and they had Andy Reid and all that, then fine. I'm fine with a couple bad years. If that means getting back to relevancy to compete for Super Bowls and compete for championships and everything else, but you got to do it right. And it starts with if this offseason. If you were going to be bad, like, like say that happens where you have two to three years of like just mediocre, bad, whatever. Why not keep Belichick? So then he's, yeah. he's a draw too. You know what I mean? So like, I get what you're saying. Cause I can see it from that point of view, but then it just makes me think again, where it's like, if that's going to be the case anyways, like why not? If that's the way Kraft is thinking, it's like, why not keep Belichick and do that rebuild? If you're going to be, if you think that you're going to be in like rebuilding bad mode anyway. So like, I don't, but it's one of those things where like we, we won't know if, if this was the right move or not for the next couple of years, like we just right. will never know, like until, until we know, I guess, but it's just, right. it's one of those things where it's like, you don't like it because it happened. You understand it had to happen, but it, it I just feel, and I've just kind of been on this point the whole time. And I think Liam has been too, for, to, to an extent. I think this was just a year too early. Like let, yeah. let him, and I get that the timing is kind of whatever, because what happens if, 
if Vrabel is the guy you want, he goes somewhere else, then you can't do it. Then you have to wait longer. Like, I don't know what the, what the plan is. And, and I think that's, that's the worrisome thing because yeah. if Kraft is sitting there saying, we want to bring a coach in here to win, we want all this stuff. That means he wants to, he doesn't want to do a full rebuild. Now, if, if you listen to what Kraft said, you know, I was just kind of thinking of that. He wants someone to come in here and get wins and get to the playoffs. That's been his whole thing. So my, my issue is, and Al, you might get this, um, cause I was talking about it before Liam, you'll get it too. I, I, I don't mean to be like, Liam, you don't get it. Cause it's baseball. No, but you like, get them. I'm there were, remember, remember when the Red Sox front office just went out and signed like big, a couple of big name people for like, no, no reason. Just because like, they thought like no, Pablo right. Sandoval. I definitely don't know where. Oh yeah. Like, Adrian Gonzalez. like, yeah. like no, I this, remember that. this strikes me as a Red Sox front office thing where it's like, now, like we got to win soon. So um julio jones is available let's get him he's a big name like i just i have zero faith in crack because i know people give craft this credit and the only credit he gets is like five percent for bringing in belichick but like he i don't know if he's gonna know who to sign and help where to help get like he has no excuses to not pay for people now because it was all right. belichick, belichick before so now it's craft's money so you got to go get the people but yeah. it's just like i don't there's my frustration just comes in the fact that there's just a lot of unknown right now. And I know that you have to do that if you're going to change coaches and all that stuff, but it just seems to bring it back. It all just seems too early and it just sucks. Just sucks yeah. because I guarantee yeah. you Belichick's going to win the Super Bowl next year. So yeah. And guess what? If he does, then, you know, we'll clap for him from afar and say good for him and everything else. But you know, let me let me ask you guys this, and I and I know this is a little, I know this is a little soon. I yeah. shouldn't say a little soon; it is very soon. I'm not ready to move on. Well, now. you got to be at some point, bud. You have to. Be. Yep, some point A now, some point A tomorrow. Well, I'm gonna ask some you that. Some point anyway. A next year. Is there is there a name that would make you guys at least be like, okay, I feel a little better. I feel like. Okay, this is a good quality name. And it's like, okay, I can get excited about this name leading the franchise. Bill Belichick. <laughs> You're an idiot. You asked? You can't pick Bill, ding uh, dong. What was Steve. the question? My headphones died for a second. Oh, yeah, sure it did. How convenient. Um, yeah, see, look at that smirk on your face. You know what? No, they did. You didn't see me freaking out. I was like, what's going on? You, there's it's a What's what? who is one name that is not Bill Belichick that you would have as your head coach oh, next year? Easy, Steve Belichick. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then Steve Belichick graciously gives up coaching duties to his dad, and then we're right back where we started. Either that, or Jesus Christ gets resurrected for a second time and coaches the Patriots. Ah, no, no, no. I'll ah. give you, I'll give you, I'll give you an honest answer. So I go back and forth. It's really between the two main people that people are talking about. Yeah, Vrabel, uh, Mike Vrabel or Gerard Mayo to me. Um, I, ideally, I guess now that it happened, like Belichick's gone before I was kind of staunch against not doing it, have Vrabel come in and have Mayo be your defensive coordinator, but I don't know if he's going to want to be your defensive coordinator. Yeah. That's the I, issue. I agree. So, I, I think if they give it to Vrabel, I think Mayo's as good as gone. Mayo's gone. So then you need a defensive coordinator, a GM. Right a head coach, unless you get Vrabel. So we'll take that off. And then do you need an offensive coordinator? Like, is, is Bill O'Brien going to go? Like, I don't know if he's going to want, like, do you bring Ben Johnson over for that? I don't know if he's going to want to come over. So like, it just, again, there's so this move just, it, it's, it, it just strikes me as such a short sighted thing where it's like, instead of trying to like, okay, let's do another little rebuild. It's like, Oh no, we got to get this. This is yeah. a move that bad teams do. This is a move that I yeah. would make it's fun like, oh, of. We had a bad year. The media is flipping out. Everyone's yeah. pissed. We, lo we Which, only like, won four games. Uh, but, but to, to answer your question though, I guess Vrabel would be the guy. Um, I wouldn't be excited about it because he's been worse than Belichick has the last two years. But I mean, I guess it would be, it would be Vrabel. Yeah. I mean, in, Oh, captain, my captain, Bill Belichick or nothing. That's, that's that's my. So you're you're gonna be to go back to it. You're gonna be immature about it, and you're gonna you're gonna. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Just checking. That's exactly what I'm gonna do. So I will I, say though, when the Patriots are losing next year, Liam will not be the only person going. Hmm. 
wonder if Belichick. This is weird. Him. Yeah, when we when we give up four hundred passing yards in week one, I'm gonna go. Oh, and what would happen? Somebody that could stop that. And what would happen if Belichick was back? And obviously, this is a hypothetical now. What would happen if Belichick came back in 2024 and it was the same as this past year? What would you guys be saying? Then at oh, least no, I get I, to see that gorgeous curmudgeon in a cutoff hoodie on the sidelines. Oh, <laughs> oh, at least I have gosh. some sort of comfort. That's I've that's what we're going he, to now. If he showed up, it would be like the Mac Jones year, where this would be the yeah. year. And, depending and on we how did it say is. that. So I yeah. agree with Mike. We did say that at the you know as the season went on, it got infinitely more disappointing. We're like, all right, mm-hmm. this is this is one really bad year. And, you know, you can always look. Everyone people make mistakes. Like we, I'm sure we've all done very ter- like one really terrible thing in our lives. I bet we've all maybe not Al. Al's a man of the Lord, but me and Mike <laughs> have definitely done at least one super shitty thing. And nah, th- there's I've, I've always there's always things. room for sure, every redemption. Day. Yeah, day. yeah, I know. I, I pooped on my neighbor's doorstep. Like there's room for redemption in in these okay. circumstances. Um, but yeah, I while we're speaking in hypotheticals or what I've said, it just makes me even makes an already horribly disappointing season even more disappointing because it's like, mm-hmm. what if the Mac Jones thing had worked? What if we clicked? What if we were even like semblant? What if we were like uh just slightly above five hundred team, like maybe a fringe playoff team or like a wild yep. card team? Like, would we still have Belichick? Would any of this stuff have had to have happened? Probably not. It's just Mac like, Jones damn. killed Bill Belichick. That's the Ooh. that should be the headline. Yeah, I saw that. Should. I saw that uh post that you reposted on X. I saw that. That was him and him and Saban, how how Mac Jones crosses both yeah, their paths that was funny. and they're gone. Yeah. Yeah. It just I don't Dude. yeah. What do you think? What do you think would have been the threshold for Belichick to stay here, you guys, this yeah. year? Do you think it was like an eight and nine, nine and eight potential fringe playoff team? I think it was, yeah. I think it was if they didn't do as bad as they did, if they didn't have a four and 13 record, yeah. If they were eight and nine, nine and eight, it's like, okay, we're not improving win and loss wise, but like the, the, the but we're talent, consistently. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're consistently there. We're really a couple pieces away, but I think the fact that it went from, you know, you had half your wins this year, you did last year and it continued to go down those three years. I think it just was too much. And I think it was just, you know, we go from 10 wins in a playoff appearance to eight wins, no playoff appearance to four wins, no playoff appearance. Like what's going to happen? You can't next get year? any worse. Oh, it can. It, it it can. Not under Belichick, it can't. Uh, well, I beg to differ, but did you now guys we're not going to know that. Did you guys see Jabril Peppers um, earlier in the week say that uh, looking really downtrodden about it too, when he was like uh, him and other people in the locker room felt like they let Belichick down? Yeah, I saw that. Do you oh, think that dude, a player says that? that. So Do you sad. think a player says that about a coach that he would feel comfortable if that coach got got fired? I no, don't think unless, so. No, so unless this is my thing. Unless it's Trent Brown. There's play- yeah, well, fuck Trent, Trent Brown. 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 So I know. Cockless pussy. There's players. <laughs> there's players in that locker room. I get the majority of them probably on the defensive side, who are like. I don't like what, what are we doing here now? Like, like if we had just scored one defensive touchdown in a couple of games, we would does, does Kendrick Bourne want to come back now? I think he I still does. Know. I think he genuinely likes new England. You think so? Yeah. I mean, what's I, I, I genuinely why? do. Can't ah, imagine why we had a snowstorm last week and then it flooded earlier this week. I'm just know, thinking like who, how, how are you gonna, how are you gonna bring free agents here? Yeah. Like, oh, it's the Patriots. Okay, I don't give There's a no shit. There's no draw. You can play in Foxborough, which is about an hour away from Boston. Like, cool. So I get to be cold all the time, play for yeah. Mike Vrabel, let's say. Actually, yeah. no, you know what? I because I uh, think what it will probably be is Gerard Mayo. Let's say you play for Gerard Mayo. Cool. He was a good linebacker. I don't know shit about Gerard Mayo. Yeah, no. I heard that I heard, I heard he rubs people the wrong, no one knows fucking he rubs people Gerard. the wrong way in the locker room. Why do I want to yeah. play for him? Like, well, put it put it put it this way: with Gerard Mayo, there's a reason that he was getting head coaching interviews last year and the year before. Adam there's Gase a, got head coach. There's a there's a reason. Mean shit. I don't know about that. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you on that. I think yeah, that, that it actually be... true, but that has nothing to do with the players liking him. No, I know the players. It, you know what I mean? I, so, I do, but I also think too that just having like a little bit of a younger voice and having, I think what the Patriots need at this point. And you guys are going to hate hearing this, but I think they need a little bit more of a player's coach 
like in ugh, man, I'm gonna puke Eat that, that so I'm about much. to bring this out. Oh god. It, like a Mike McDaniel, like a Mike McDaniel type where he gets the job done. Out? How do I kick out? <laughs> yeah. Can we Mike make Daniel, you're the host, Mr. Right? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Rah, rah, flash in the pan. I'm not saying exactly like him, but I'm saying Ugh. a coach that can connect Ugh. to the players. If you don't want that, I'm trying to think of some other. Mike like Dan, would be a good like a, you should like definitely a get a coach that looks like a 12-year-old. Like a, like a Dan Campbell. Boy. A Dan Campbell. A guy that guys ah, like. See, I love his, Dan Campbell. His coaching decisions aren't the best at times. But a guy like Dan, Dan Campbell that can come I in. I don't want that. But you, I just but, want to go Belichick. But wait a minute. Dan Campbell, how long has he been with the Lions now? I think this is either his third year or second Two year. Years. Yeah, yeah, third year, I think. Right. Look at what he's done with the Lions. And the Lions were a laughing right? stock in the NFL. He's brought Turned a around. culture there. And they're 12 and 5, about to host a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Like the point I'm trying to make is if you get a coach like that to come in and either keep the culture the way that it was or have a lot of similarities, or you just bring in, you know, some new values that are still in a positive direction. I don't think that this team is going to be as far off as we all might think it it could be. Like, I really think that I think they have, I think specifically this year, there is a coaching carousel. Like I brought before, there's a coaching carousel out there that is really loaded. You guys know in free agency how sometimes there's just loaded free agency classes and then there's just, you know, like not as good free agency class. I think this is a good free agency class for coaches. There really is. I think that you... Belichick's out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You cannot... You guys are the worst. <laughs> yes, can, that's why it's a loaded class. You got you the guys, best coach ever. Take away, take away, guys, Bill is gone. It, it's like Rick Patino. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door. Fans, Larry Bird, Robert yeah. Parrish aren't walking through that door. There's a huge they're coming, difference they're gonna be between Rick Patino and fucking... But, but anyways. We are not bringing up Mike McDaniel and Rick Patino on the same podcast. I will just fucking snap. We just yeah, that we was irresponsible. Getting. That was irresponsible. I'll move on. Move on from bringing them up. What were you saying? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> what I was saying was... What I was saying was, you cannot screw this up unless you purposely want to screw it up. The only way that they can screw this up is if they bring back Josh McDaniels as the head coach. If they somehow did that, I'd be like, all right, this is really dumb. And guess what, Al? That's a possibility. I know it is. That's the one thing I'm scared about. Robert Kraft is a hundred years old. He's not the same guy he was 20 years ago when he bought a team. You know, he's a big fan of the team. We're talking about someone who is addicted to success, rightfully so. And hand job. And also addicted, yes. And mm-hmm. also addicted to having to being on to being on the, the in the good graces of people. So you got to right. think, what's he going to want to do? He's going to want to bring in and name people like or that they know. So actually, I don't think it's going to be Josh McDaniels. That makes me lead to believe even more that it's going to be yeah. Vrabel because he saw the ovation that Vrabel got in Kraft probably had stars in his eyes. He's like, oh my God, this this could be us. So he's going to bring in a Mike Vrabel and, you know, Vrabel comes in, that'd be awesome. Like I wouldn't. Now that Belichick is gone, I'm more open to Vrabel coming in. And yeah. Al, it's funny because you sound like me being a little bit positive, being like we're not as far away as we think, blah blah. blah which right. I agree with. Mm-hmm. But then there's the devil on my shoulder that goes, yeah. But what if now the offense is good, and then the defense kind of starts to go by the wayside, you know? So yeah. you're going to win with a rookie quarterback. I'd probably a rookie wide receiver who knows for tight end. Like, I don't know what right. they do with the line. There's a lot of questions. We still have the same issues, but now we've just added more issues, which is the annoying part. Yeah. Right. Put it this way. It's January 11th. The regular season just ended what? Four days ago. Yeah. Not even yeah, or five no, days ago. Yeah, this is the fourth day. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're jumping so far ahead. Like the Patriots just announced they just announced today the Belichick's gone. And we're jumping ahead because I hate the present. That's why I know. I understand. (laughs) I want to go to the past where everything was sweet. Yeah, that that would be cool. Go invent a time machine and then you can you can do that. I'll do that. that. I'll do that. I'll live permanently in the year two thousand four. There you go. What were you saying? What I was saying was there's still plenty of time to see who the candidates are that they're going to interview. Like you're probably going to see at least the two names we're going to see. We're going to see Gerard Mayo is going to get an interview. We're going to see probably Mike Vrabel is going to get an interview. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe we see that Jim Harbaugh gets an interview. I don't know, oh, but kill me. whatever he just wanted natty, but whatever, who care? whatever they decide to do, 
it's going to be kind of fun because it's kind of the unknown. And that's what I want to see. I want to see, okay, you don't have Tom Brady anymore. You don't have Bill Belichick anymore. Now, how are you going to respond? What are you going to do? We're going to respond with fucking elation. I mean, you you shithead. Hey, hey, listen. Listen. I love the offseason too. I love the NFL offseason. Yeah, it's going to be fun. That's the thing. Why is it going to be fun? Because you have 80 million. thing, though, we, we can all, you know, I'm not psyched to think about the next coaching candidate. The one thing I think we can all rally behind, though, uh, in Mike Vrabel, is the fact that he packs huge lips. That I think that's a, a thing. Like he loves his dip, and he he packs mean lower deckers. There's just something to be said about a man who who loves an old school method of getting a buzz on. I think if there's a silver lining here, if there's a light at the end of the tunnel. If it ends up being Mike Vrabel, we can all rally in the fact that. He didn't pick up Sigs, you know. He didn't move on to Zen. He's not a jewel guy. He he gets a good old fashioned old tin. He packs it. He throws it in. He tells his players what to do, and that is about the only thing that I think can rally all Patriots Nation at the most. So rally dips, essentially. Yes, rally dips, big time. I have a question. Dips. Robert Kraft in his little two o'clock press conference behind Bill Belichick's back. They asked him, I don't even know how it came up, but he said that they weren't going to do like an honor thing, whatever, for Belichick until he was done coaching because it would feel awkward if they did it while he was still coaching. My question to you guys, why? Why is it yeah. awkward? You did a whole, a whole fellatio thing for Tom Brady. Like, I don't I don't get it. Why was it? So it was, and this is just, I, 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 think, I'm beco- I think I'm becoming a, a craft hater. But like, not the mac and cheese, oh, yeah. the owner of the team. But yes. like, why? Why wouldn't it be more awkward to suck the dick of the opposing quarterback as opposed to do so to the coach? Like, isn't wouldn't that be more awkward? Where it's like, I know you're going to play us. Like, you are actually going to be on the field trying to beat us. But like, here's a video package. Here's a halftime, or, or like, here's all this. Yeah. Not a halftime thing because that's when he was. That but the head coach who is more responsible for our dynasty gets not yeah so so, I, so i'm just thinking like is it going to be similar to brady's and then like a full-on halftime thing when he's gone or is there going to be really no like i don't know what that means it's just weird how he said it it just seems like Kraft is now happy that belichick's gone like in this in this thing because he said probably the fact he said it was a mutual parting 17 different ways so he's really oh, trying to drill shit. that home and then he also insinuated that there were too many yes men around Belichick, not enough no men, which like, bro, that's your job. You could have fixed that. Yeah. You know, you're not a real owner. Um, nope. But I, I don't know. What 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 do you guys say about that where he said that, you know, there's not going to be like a, uh, a a welcoming back or whatever a ceremony thing until he's done coaching, which could be fucking 10 years. I think it's I think it's the exact same thing as the Brady situation. I think it's the exact same type of thing. Where it's like in the moment, you know, they're the opponent. You want to beat the opponent, which is understandable. And then when Belichick inevitably retires, then you come back and you give him exactly what they did with Brady the first game of this season. You give him exactly like you said, Mike, the whole halftime spiel. You give him the whole halftime speech. You let him walk the field, wave to the fans, all that stuff. I think it it would do a disservice to do it. If let's just say Bill gets the Atlanta job, but the Falcons come and play the Patriots, no one's going to be talking about 28 to three and, you know, the good old days. They're going to be talking about damn Bill in a, in a Falcons hoodie. It's just, it, it looks wrong. I think they just want to give him his day when he's not wearing an opposing team's logo or anything else. Exact same thing with Brady. So they played a video and stuff for Brady, though. That's, I think that's they'll play it. So like, yeah, I, I, I think they'll play the video. Okay. I think okay, they'll play yeah. the video, but I think it, it, I think it'll be the exact same thing as Brady. Exactly, so like an actual ceremony, like you said. Would be exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that would make sense. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cry when that happens. Oh, a hundred percent. Because like the Brady thing was kind of wishy washy. Because yeah. I know Liam, you were on the same side with me, Al. I think you were kind of closer to the Brady side, where it was like you know you still want Brady to do well, all that stuff. Fuck that. I want Brady to Uh-oh. lose every single game. Yeah. I was I was talking with my wife, and she was like, "Is it weird that I'm more?" not even worried, but more curious about where Belichick is going to go in that, like, I might root for him like next year. Cause to me, I will now, and I would always 
chastise people who had two teams. I will have two teams now. It'll be the Patriots oh, and whoever Belichick is with. And I like when I can I can look at all those. I hope he doesn't go to the skins. Me too. But guess what? It's one of those things where it's like, you know what? Like you it's just it's different with Belichick yeah. and in Brady. Like if Belichick ends up playing the Patriots and he does this some stupid ass thing, some like uh, bullshit Ravens like plays or whatever, I'm gonna be like, Yeah, this is the guy yeah. that you guys let go fuck. of. Like yeah. it's weird. Does that we motion do? on a punt block? We're fucked. Yeah, yeah. And we're done. So like, do you guys feel the same way where you guys are gonna be more for, for, for Liam, it's more so than you were with Brady, Al. I think you were a little bit, like I said, cheering for Brady a little bit more. But are you guys going to be still cheering for Belichick when he's gone? Or is it going to be kind of like a clean break? Because to me, it's not. To me, he is still he is still a Patriot. He said as much. He said he's always going to be a Patriot, but right now he's got to go. So like, where do you oh, guys captain fall? my captain. If he's a Charger, I'm a Charger. If, yeah. if he's a yeah. skin, I'm a skin. If he's a Falcon, what if he goes, I'm a Falcon. What if he goes, which is oh, a rumor... I know, Leon, you're, I, know you're, I know what you're gonna say. What if he oh, goes to one Dallas Cowboys? Oh, what do you do then? Not possible. What not do you possible. do? Oh, then? it's very possible. I'll tell you one thing. If he goes there, no, if he goes there possible. with that defense in that uh, they are winning a Super Bowl no. next year. If he goes there, no. that defense yes, sucks. they are. No, he's solid. No, no, I don't think so. I don't think he'll go he, there though, because I don't think he'll no. want to deal with Jerry Jones. But uh Al, how do you feel about that though? Not the cowboy thing, just Belichick in general this year. You're going to reform, and are you going to yeah. feel nasty doing it? Yeah, I mean, look, I'm going to from afar. I'm going to be like, hey, hope Belichick. That fucking Cowboys well. thing shook me, shook me to my core. I feel like watch I got that John Bernthal <laughs> meme where I'm like, no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. No, but I mean, look, wherever he goes, yeah, I'll pay attention to it. But it was exactly like when Brady went to the Bucks when. You know, I didn't really pay much attention to it, but when Brady Did came, I really didn't. I really didn't pay that much attention. You didn't strap up a Tom Brady box jersey and root for them on Sundays. I bought the one thing I bought from Barstool was uh, the Brady like uh, crew neck that had the pirate on it and Brady on the back. But other than that, I mean, I wasn't like Wait. checking in like every. Eh, fuck you. I wasn't checking <laughs> in like every single week when when the Bucks played the Patriots. I was rooting for the Patriots, and I was very happy when Matt Judon sacked Tom Brady. Like I was ecstatic about it. So okay, that makes me happy. You know, same, same thing. Same thing with Bill. It's like if he ends up going to the Falcons, it's like okay, if the Falcons come and play the Patriots, then. You know, then I'm rooting for the Patriots. I'm hoping Belichick makes a stupid decision that gives us the game. Like, that's just how it's going to be. See, that's where it changes. I don't know. It, it And this is because I've always been, I'm a Patriots fan. It's not the players. Mm-hmm. It's not whatever. But I, it's, it's different. And it it'll is only Bill be Belichick. this year. It'll only be this year. It's Bill Belichick. It's the guy who built it all. So it's one of those things where it's like, if he were to come here, say he's on the Falcons, the Falcons would be a little bit easier than the Chargers or an AFC team. So say he's on them and he comes here, I'm going to be like, ah, you know what? I want to win. I'll take the loss. Obviously, but let's see what the, let's just check real quick to see what this loss would do to the schedule. Yeah. Uh, it could be good. All right. Fuck us up. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be one yeah. of those things that, yeah, this, this to me could not be more different than the Brady thing where, like I said, I want Brady to lose every single game he was in. Um, yeah. Belichick, I want him to go undefeated next year. I want him to win the Super Bowl. Um, and I want him to thank everybody but Robert Kraft. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. I think in, in it's, I didn't think I would, but like watching the press conference today, when I tell you, I don't think I could give, I could have given less of a shit about what Robert Kraft was going to say. Yeah. Did not care at all. Did not care. Yeah. I wanted to see Bill Belichick it up there. He made. I listened to it purely for podcast purposes. I was like, if I didn't have to get on with you guys Torture. today, I wouldn't have watched that. Show. Yeah, no, it was like he got up there, said, you know, there, the last time there were this many cameras when we signed Tim Tebow. That was hilarious. That was an awesome joke. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be. Um, we're gonna see see what Robert Kraft is made of moving forward. Yeah. Um, a lot of a lot of question marks. Blood and rickety bones. That's probably what he's a lot made of things up. going on. Um, I don't know. And boner I guess pills. probably a lot of boner pills. You guys have any uh, any final thoughts on this one? Um, obviously, thanks for everything, Bill, and thanks for the six Super Bowls. It was a great run. I also, after you guys have your thoughts, I have the uh, 
team odds for Bill Belichick's next team. Via, yeah, run it uh, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let those wanna, go. Let them you want to run them now? Okay. Sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Uh, New York Jets oh, plus 5,000. Shoot me in the face. Uh, New Orleans Saints plus 3,000. I can drive with that. <laughs> New York Giants plus 2,500. Hate it. That'd be nice. Uh, Carolina Panthers plus 1,600. All right. Tennessee Titans plus 800. Absolutely. That'd be funny. Vrabel comes here. He goes to the Titans. Yep. Um, So I'm going to, again, I'm doing it from bottom to top, but um, any other NFL team that I'm not going to mention in the next minute, plus 800. Uh, Washington Commanders plus 500. Los Angeles Chargers plus 400. Okay. Not the head coach of an NFL team plus 175. Yeah. That's second best odds. What are they saying? He's going to be like a DC or a... maybe, or maybe yeah. just retire flat out. I don't yeah. know. Oh, I think. And, okay. the, and the team with the best odds, we talked about it at plus 150, the Atlanta Falcons. Do you got, would you guys rather see him retire or go to another team? No, no, no. I want to, I, I, the league with Bill Belichick, I think is better than the league. I want to see him break the record. Yeah, dude, he's 15 games away. I don't want to see him with somebody else. I, know, I get that but, too. But I understand. I know. I understand. But I think I lean toward retirement. Just knowing he could have got those 15 is enough for me. Yeah, I don't know. My my um yeah, my kind of to wrap it up, it's just it it sucks. And I think a lot of people had a lot of emotions because you're sitting there. You're not just thinking of, you know, Belichick's not here. You're thinking of the last 24 years, all the, all the good memories, all that it's gone. You'll never, that will, it's going to sound so corny, but that's all they are now. Belichick being on the Patriots, just a memory. That's it. Moving forward. It's just just a dream. It's a, yeah. Yeah. Nelly, just a dream. Like now (laughs) everything is different. Like this, like I said, this wasn't just firing a coach. You are changing everything. The Patriot way, gone. Culture, gone. Philosophy, gone. Like the the drawing power of the team, gone. Not saying they can't get more by just purely being good, but gone. Like, like you know, say they say they draft Jaden Williams and they pair him with someone and they ball out. Like people are going to want to come play. Obviously, I understand that. But like, it's just. Do you mean Jaden Daniels or Caleb Williams? Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels. Okay. Um, oh my yeah, gosh. It's just, I. I just had a heart attack on X because I was why, scrolling why? through real quick. I thought Adam Schefter tweeted this, but it was a parody account, and it's a good thing I caught it because it said Patriots have scheduled an interview with former Steelers offensive coordinator Matt Canada for their vacant head coaching position Imagine for Diana that. Rossini. Oh, I saw that. I looked at it, but then I looked at the the Twitter handle. I'm like, okay, we're we're good. Yeah, it's the it was a fake one. Yeah, we're, but we're but yeah, that's oh. that's my thing. It just this this sucks. Um. Still obviously going to root for the Patriots, love them, all that stuff. But it's just, I think we are we are very obviously in uncharted territory. We don't know what's going to happen. It just, every I have no idea what this team's going to look like next year. At least next year, if Belichick was here, you knew the defense was going to be good. Offense, depending on how we built it, was going to be how we built it. Now, the defense should be good because they were good this year, but... I don't know how much of that was coaching. See, I don't know who's going to stay, who's going to go, like when it comes to coaching and players, like the 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 energy level of the players now, if they don't jive with the co- – I don't know. I don't know. This could be a really quick turnaround. Brable comes in. They draft Daniels. They draft another receiver. Boom, boom, boom. They're in the playoffs this year, and the Dynasty 4.0 is off and running. But it could also be the complete opposite. So I don't – I don't know. Just it's going to be – the last what four off seasons have been wild and every year it's like, can't get any crazier than this, but now it literally cannot get crazier than this. So yep. Yep. I don't, cause you got to find a GM, a coach, a quarterback, that your three most important parts of your team building. Obviously. A wide receiver then, would be nice. Yeah. And, and then all the other things, wide receiver, offensive line, help tight yep. end. Cause you yeah. got none like depth pieces on defense. So I don't know. Yeah. My thing just overall, I'm sad. Um, but give me a week. I'll talk myself into, you know, we're back in the game. But as for right now, this sucks. I'm sad. I'm glad I had off of work. It just, everything sucks. Liam, what are your, you should start drinking. Um, 
So before I get into my closing statement here, uh, I say next episode we uh, do a top Belichick moments. Uh, you know, three, five, whatever we see fit. Five, we I like it. Five, we'll do five. Yeah. five. Yep, we yep. can do uh, top six for our Super Bowls. You know, we can get creative with it, but um, we'll figure that out okay. off air. I mean, closing statements. What Al said, you know, um, you gotta gotta give the man his props. Thank him for everything. Thank you for unprecedented success, unforgettable moments, a lot of uns. The dude just completely shaped uh sporting culture in about seven states. Uh, one of the most beloved people who are kind of hard to like, and I think. That there's uh there's always gonna be a special place in the hearts of about three to five million people who just fucking love Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Coach. Love you. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So, uh, hashtag thank you, Bill. Yeah, sure. That'll be. I'll throw that hashtag up there. Never this. forget. Um, hashtag so, yeah. Bush did nine eleven. I guess. Um, Next next week will be the first first episode of the new the new uh, era. So fuck, we are which, in for it, huh, boys? God yeah, damn, yeah, it's sure to be buckle a good up. buckle up, good off strap season. in. Yeah, we'll be here every week. See how it uh, see how it all goes down. We're rooting it for sucks. either the Redskins, the Chargers, the Falcons, <sighs> possibly the Titans, the Saints, hopefully, whatever. Uh, that's that's how I got nothing. So bye. Have a bye. have a good one. Bye, Bill. Bye, guys.